Welcome to From My Mat to Yours podcast, hosted by yours truly, Kenya Marsh, your certified yoga instructor. Today, we're going to go ahead and dive into what it takes to create your own yoga space in the comfort of your home. So let's get started. Creating your yoga space can be fun and also can be intimidating. And it all varies based on the kind of space you're working with. But the beauty of it and what you want to keep in mind is that simplicity is key. The more simple your space is, the better. And over time, you can adapt and change it to what fits your needs. But overall when you're working with a space you want to have it free from clutter that should be your rule of thumb you don't want it to be surrounded by a whole bunch of clothes or toys or anything that can break so what you want to do is you want to set your space in an area that is free from all of that So today we're going to go into how you can pick and what locations you can use just to give you some idea so you have a set routine at a set location when you're practicing at home. I know you might be on a fence and this could be in the case if you're new to practicing yoga. You might not know what would be the ideal spot. But the key here to take from is what is your intention? What are you trying to achieve? If you're really just trying to burn some sweat, you don't need much to work with because you're going to just be doing some key postures and holding them that will help you do that. Now, if you're really trying to achieve and do some arm balances and you're trying to go upside down and work on handstands, you're going to need a little more room to work with. Because in the beginning, you're going to fall in some cases. And you want to make sure that if that actually happens, that you are free to fall without breaking anything. Um, so let's go into a little deeper. You don't need nothing fancy. You just want to make sure that when you use your balance, it's safe. So you want to keep safety in the back of your mind or put that actually in the front of your mind because that's key. I know you don't want to end up on like um, how these people are on these yoga fails that's floating around the internet where they're just like in their room and pictures are falling on them or a chair is breaking or things along those lines because accidents can happen. But if you plan accordingly, then you don't have to worry about that and you won't be affected. So I have three favorite places that I would recommend to pick from or just to play around with until you feel that's the place for me. The first, I would say, would be the living room. This space is great because you work right in the middle of the floor. You just have to make sure that you're away from large objects like your TV and glass tables. I know when I started my yoga journey, this was my ideal location because all I had in there 
was the sofa. My kids were very small, so I didn't have coffee tables. But I had a my sectional, and we had our TV stand. But I had some walls and space that I could use. Now, we lived in a small condo at the time, so we had like that barn nook. Um, I made sure to move those chairs because I didn't want one of those heavy things falling on me if something was to happen. Um, as I became more into my yoga practice and I decided to share pictures with it, I realized the living room wasn't the ideal space because the kids wanted to watch TV and the husband wanted to be there and they were just in the way. So I took over my kids' room at times when they were at school. And it was also perfect because their room had the best natural light in the house. So I was taking awesome pictures. In addition to having free reign um, with a lot of wall space to work with. So that became my ideal space. Which leads me to my second point is the bedroom. The beauty of practicing in the bedroom is you don't have much there. Most bedrooms have the dressers, the bed maybe a wardrobe but in some cases if you just have your bed in your closet then you should have like that space in between which is perfect for if you need help working on handstands and you can use your bed as a prop you can actually build up your arm strength that way using your you know the space if you have a little between your bed and the wall so there's a lot of ways you can play with that to give you some ideas you can check um you can type in even bedroom yoga on instagram and possibly pinterest and you can just see what it would look like when someone's practicing in their bedroom and even in their case in their living room and give you an idea on how you can set your space up a lot of cases you really don't need your mat to roll out for that but hopefully you have carpet if not it's highly recommended you have a yoga mat because some cases just sitting and working with some hardwood floor it's not it's not comfortable um another favorite place of mine is the backyard this is great i live in the northeast so we have all four seasons so when it's really really hot i don't go out there um and when it's raining and snowing i don't go out but on days like the spring when we have that nice beautiful weather and the birds are out there i'm all over the patio and you just roll out your mat and it's just you and some fresh air and some birds and you can get going now i know a lot of people in some cases have small backyards maybe a little to work with i have friends that just do it off their balconies um they clear off the space well of course just adding some nice little plants to create an atmosphere and they just get to going you know the first time you're doing it might be uncomfortable but the more you practice it and the more you do it you really won't care who's looking at you and, and what um for me when i started where we lived in our condo we had a little backyard space with the patio and i had a house on one side and a house on the other because it was a row of townhomes and two of my neighbors smoked i don't smoke so i had to time when they go outside and when they go inside and then figure out a schedule that worked with mine to get out there i only had 20 minute max 
And that was plenty for me to do what I needed to and be effective and take in some of that fresh air without the scent of the cigarettes lingering around and interfering with my zen. Um, I did have neighbors across the common yard that would look, but first time was a little awkward. I would run back in the house and then over time it's just like, you know, enjoy the show. I was comfortable in my space because it was just that, my space. So that's what you want to take and from creating your space, you want a place and a location where you are comfortable and you don't have anything that can take anything from you. You just want it to be where it's just you, your math, and your free mind from all the stress that we go through on a day-to-day basis and you can just flow right through. Another point that I want to talk with that goes hand in creating your space is moods, distractions, and atmosphere. With your mood, you can boost that by adding candles to your space, adding lighting to your space, and some music. As far as distractions, what you don't want to have is pets around, kids and your phone on because you know that your attention will be elsewhere and that's not good you want your intention to be on yourself and your mat and your mind free this is the only time you can have where anything that's going on the outside does not matter at this moment you can get to it afterwards with a clearer head this is a time you want to take to just be free free from everything for at least 20 minutes look at it like a mini vacation from the chaos of the world if your kids is around and your pets is around then it makes it hard because you're focused on this you got to give mommy this or i need this and the bickering i have two small kids and they argue they're two years apart and it just gets so annoying so my key time is i like when they're gone at school i take advantage of that when I was taking care of my son, being a stay-at-home mom, while my daughter was in school and I had him. Nap time was the best time. Once I got him down from nap, I know I had time to do my yoga and then I can cook. So if he wakes up, I won't feel, you know, I'm, I'm already taken care of. So once you establish your schedule and you have your space, then everything will start to fall into place and pets you don't want to be working on a handstand lose your balance and then accidentally fall on your pet that can be awkward for you and the pet and dogs love you and they're just like kids and they love the attention so if you could just put them away for a little bit just so you don't have to worry about hurting them or them popping in just keep that clear atmosphere i would say for this Having some plants, adding some foliage, some nice green, and some beautiful colors that can pop in your space is great. If you don't want to deal with maintaining plants with a constant watering schedule and shade versus no shade, humidity, that's a whole other subject. But you can just get some folks plants. Home goods have great selections. Target have great selections. You don't have to worry about them dying. They're there and they give you that color and it gives you that zen mood 
It creates that atmosphere that you get from a spa. And having decorative pillows is always a plus because if you fall, if you're working on crow poses or any other arm balances where you might slip and you might not be fully balanced, then those pillows will be there to protect you. You can use it for meditation settings and they just create some nice color pop to your space. Also, you can throw in some artwork around. There's some lovely wall decals floating around with some words that can help you keep a positive mindset. So all of this you want to take into account when you want to create your space. You want to create it where it's inviting, it's positive, it smells good, it just pulls you in. So every day when it's that set time for you to get out there on your mat, you are looking forward to going to this place and then just taking it all in. And that's the beauty of doing this. So the tips that I want you to take from this is for your mood, make sure you have some soothing music based on how you're feeling that day that can bring you down or bring you up if you need that energy boost. Throw some candles in if it's an evening session you're doing and that will just help take care of that atmosphere adding some nice plants can create that sin spa like feel so you can actually feel that you're somewhere else other than in your home in your space clear of clutter and fragile objects can't stress that enough you don't want to hurt yourself and you don't want to break the stuff that you spent your money on so you want to make sure that it's all clear and that is all for today's podcast on creating your space. This was just the first part of a mini series. Uh, there's only two more parts coming up. Next week, we're going to discuss when to practice. When would be that right time that you should practice your yoga? And until I see you again, I hope you get some homework, you jot down some notes and you've got some ideas flowing. Again, there's so much inspiration out there. If you like, you can check my Pinterest board by going to pinterest.com and it's Kenya underscore Marsh and that would take you to some of my boards that I created for meditation spaces and yoga spaces, among other things that I have. And on Instagram, if you just type in some hashtags, bedroom yoga, backyard yoga, living room yoga, outdoor yoga, that will give you that sense of visualization that you need on how you can go about, you know, creating the space that's good for you. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast and I will talk to you again next week. Have a wonderful and productive day.